It is, it is uh, amazing to chat to Trevor Stephen, Everton legend. Uh, great to have you on. Uh, let, let's start by talking about the fascinating and shocking cause that you've aligned yourself with mm. kind of in, in the past. How long have you been working on this? Right, I am, I am a mental health ambassador for a company called Causeway Technologies. They're based in west of London. And this, this guy called Phil Brown, he is uh, CEO and founder of Causeway Technologies. He'd made a film, he'd put money into the film of Howard's Way, uh, Everton Howard's Way, which was a film dedicated to the 1985 Everton team. Anyway, Phil rang me. Once we'd done all of that, he said, listen, I've heard this shocking statistic, which was about two uh, construction workers taking their own lives uh, on a daily basis in the construction industry. Oh, wow. And, and you compare that to accidents that happen on site, which you would think would be a big number, but they, that's under control. So he asked me, if, why don't you come back and immerse yourself in construction, mental health and football? Football being very important because of that platform that it has yep. in getting amplification of anything. And when you look at the hundreds of thousands construction workers who work on a daily basis in the UK, and then you ask them the question, are you interested in football? What kind of response are you going to get there? That's a high chance they're That's going to say high, yeah. That's a high, high percentage. So I'm in, in to do, into get football to listen to this because these are the customer. Uh, and this last year, we wanted to get a survey together. And we've just been launching that in London this week uh, to the industry, to politicians, say, come on, this has to change. Because if we do the same thing, we get the same results. Don't ask Everton, right? Yeah. We do the same thing for about 15 years. Yeah. Um, we need to change it somewhat. Yeah. I got that survey literally by going site to site to site up and down the country over 14, well, maybe 16 months Yeah. Um, to get 1,500 people to do the survey. Who've probably never been asked the, the question you asked them no. before. No. No one's going to volunteer that they've got a, a mental health problem. Nobody will, will venture that or, or volunteer that. You've got to ask the question. And over 50% said they, if the conversation started through their football club, it would be easier for them than through family or through workplace. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because family, you're the, the male. You're meant to be the pillar of strength. You know, you have a, potentially a bereavement in the family or a, or a crisis in the family. You're the one who's got to keep it strong and you've got to go to work. Unfortunately, in the construction industry, that has resulted and many people taking their own lives. And the other, the other thing with it, it's not like, again, in fo as in football, you get injured, everyone can see it, or you're hobbling, or you, you know, you've broken your leg, um, whatever that might be. You yep. see that? You see that injury with mental health? You don't see it. So you've got to ask the right questions. So it's about setting a different environment on site, first and foremost, the simplest of things. Look out for the guy or girl on your right. Look out for the guy or girl on the other side. Are you all right? Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. You don't quite look the same. Are you all right? Come on, let's go and have a coffee. That can start a conversation that can lead to someone saving a life. So if someone's listening to this and they run uh, a construction company or a mm -hmm. building company or whatever, and they, you know, uh, uh, there is a kind of a weird thing where they, there, sometimes the, the, the staff are treated a little bit like children. They'll, they'll mm -hmm. you know, rock up on their van and check that they're at the right site and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So there is a kind of like paternal element mm -hmm. or maternal element to it. What, how can they, what can they do to make the first steps to make sure that their, their staff are, uh, are, are okay or in, uh, going in the right direction? Uh, by, by being there, you, you, need, you need the leadership to take, uh, to take lead. Yep. And and that means not waiting behind your desk to get some news coming down the, the chain of command. It's about getting in there, getting the PPE on and saying, guys, we want this this place here to be the best environment we can make it. And anyone with any issues, here's John, here's 
Susan, these are our mental health first aiders. Come and talk to them and it's completely anonymous and they will try to get you set for, for support. Are you having a deal with, though? Because, like, you know, sometimes when you look at, like, the red top newspapers and all that kind of thing, the, mm. the, the newspapers that are out there on, on construction sites, there's this element of being a snowflake, and the inherent mm. term in that is that, yeah. you know, you're, you're too brittle and you can't yeah. deal with kind of mm. grown-up life pressures. Mm. Is I mean, that is quite a dangerous thing, isn't it? Because mm. people think, well, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't be complaining because, you know, I shouldn't reach out for help. Because that make, Does that make me weak or a snowflake? I guess you've got to get over that. The conversation now within the industry industry is that's becoming less and less but the conversations haven't started yet yeah and it's the conversations that we need to get started that will determine if this is going to be a, a change of direction as far as these numbers are concerned um, so that's where i am with my day job and that's amazing it's an amazing just, thing you're doing. Just to say, if anybody wants to see this the survey reports they can go to www causeway.com uh, You mentioned uh, Everton uh, just there Trevor obviously you're, you're one of uh, you're an Everton legend one of the greatest players I've ever seen play for uh, my football club that team I grew up with in the 80s mm. uh, how I mean just as we dragged ourselves out of the mire at Everton mm. Football Club it seems that we're getting pulled back in again by this 10 point deduction uh, as a an Everton legend yeah. how do you feel about that what's your view on, on the, the, the penalty The, the, the penalty's harsh uh, beyond harsh and I'm 100% behind the club because I think that the reasoning that they've put forward I remember this is one charge that they have a £20 million overspend in three years that coincided with COVID coincided with commitment to a new stadium yep alright which is to the benefit of English Premier League football and the area in Liverpool yeah, as well regeneration absolutely regeneration all of these things disturbed what Everton had as a plan. The reasoning that they put forward seemed to me, yeah, that's acceptable. All right, if you have overspent, here's a suspended sentence, perhaps. And, you know, correct this, but we can see why this might have happened. The only thing I would say is that because of the time of the season and the way that Everton have started to gain identity under Sean Dyche, we start to look like a team. Yeah. And we start to win points. That, at the end of the day, is going to gain our survival or a rescinding or a or a a delay in, in this point suspension. But I'm more comfortable now with where Everton as a team are going uh, and Sean Dyche is doing a good job in that respect. But his hands are tied financially, as we as we know. He's been through the ringer in a short time at the club. Do, do you think that we'll get the, 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 the penalty reduced on appeal, do you think? I think they've got a really good case to do so, particularly when they know they're faced at the other end of the scale with the Manchester City, who have got 115 charges. Crazy. Which may never land you know, before the end of this uh, decade. And then again, you've got, you've got the teams that, are potentially going to sue Everton yeah. because of the, the points that they might have won or have affected how they've approached games because of where Everton were in a league table. Where does that end? That's going that's going to the Tottenham-Liverpool replay scenario. Yeah. Everybody's going to start replaying games. We're going to go back to 1985 when Norman Whiteside shouldn't have scored that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. um, against us in the cup final. Um, it's... Um, it's it's a tough situation that they're in, but they're under and, and good hands with Sean Dyche. We've been patient enough with him because there were even people asking for him to go. Yeah, you know that's how yeah. much in disarray we were two months ago. Uh, and I'll take that for now as a little bit of positiveness about the Everton 
situation and we know we're getting a great stadium that stadium's going to be amazing um, it's looking great isn't it just to come back to that to, you know we mm. started on construction just to end on that yeah. I mean, it's, it really is looking amazing and it'll be it's, it's not just Everton Stadium but it's you know mm. it's going to be part of future football tournaments international yeah. European football tournaments and, and, mm. and a venue as well so it's great for Liverpool the city. it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful from what I've, I've seen I've not been in it yet but the pictures that I see some drone coverage but that at night right yeah. you've got a ship coming up the Mersey right to dock around the uh, the waterfront area and you're coming past that stadium uh, designed beautifully and, and I think in, in mirrors what Everton are about as a football club it's yeah. not ostentatious it looks classy to me yeah. um, uh, and I can't wait to watch the football when it does arrive there Amazing Trevor Stephen thank you so much My pleasure